Right. Right, you have to wait for your nappy to go on. Right. There you go. Now you can ring ring. You want to ring ring? Yeah. Come on then. Ring ring. Hello. <laughs> Why are your feet so cheesy? <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Is that the grand fromage on the phone? Let me speak. Why are you calling a baby's foot at this time? Why? Mummy's oh, turn. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> Can Daddy answer the phone? Should Daddy answer it? Hello! <laughs> right, da Daddy's turn. No, no, don't worry. You lost your chance now. It's Mummy's phone. Welcome to Weird Parents, the podcast where we talk about how weird it is being a parent. I'm one of your hosts, Sammy. You might know me on Instagram as Pop Punk Pets and Parenthood. And I'm joined today by my handsome husband, Coop. What's up? Welcome how to season two. How's it going? Yeah, we're good, aren't we? <laughs> we're all right. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're surviving. We're surviving. We're vibing. We're vibing. We're surviving. Rhyming already. Thriving. Thriving. Oh, look at it all. <laughs> Just started. Well, today we're talking about what those first magical months of parenthood are like and what fun and dramas uh, ensued when our gorgeous daughter B was born and brought into the world and also when she was shiny new. When she was extracted from you and put <laughs> into this world. And as always, if you like what we do here on the Weird Parents Podcast, you can subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app where we release episodes every Friday. We do. Isn't that true? And we really do appreciate anybody who listens and supports us, um, especially if you want to rate or review us, which you can now actually do on Spotify, which can I you? didn't know. Oh, that's good. Well, most of you guys are Spotify users, so make sure you... hit Smash that button. Smash that rate button. <laughs> smash that rate button I wonder if that's a thing I'm going to have to look into that that was great Sammy that's your uh, your first professional intro in the new format yeah how did I do? 7 out of 10 7? yeah that was alright I feel that I at least deserved a 9 for that I'd recommend you to a friend oh, that's good. the main thing <laughs> 7 out of 10 recommend to a friend I'd pay you in exposure Awesome, thank you. That goes a really long way in this economy. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Is that for experience? Before we get into today's topic today, guys, guess what, Sammy? What? It's season motherfucking oh. two. It is indeed. It is indeed. We've had a bit of a break to, I guess, come up with ideas, gather our thoughts. The bitches are back. The bitches are back. <laughs> It's Britney bitch. I was going to say, it's Britney bitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got like quite a few things planned that we probably, I think we spoke about in the last episode of season one, um, but like next week we're going to do the sex episode, aren't we? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, and then what else have we got planned? We really, really want to do an episode about Bing. 
the TV oh, show. You really <laughs> want to do an episode about Bing. You yeah. have, you sit there and watch it now, and you're like, I swear to God, you're like taking notes. Yeah, there's. I mean, I've just found a few funny things online, like little, not communities. That's not the right word, but like Bing communities, like fan theories, and like people that have kind of like delved into it and tried to come up with like backstory and stuff. What, so, they have literally, like, made their life about Bing? No, they've just, like... Because, you know, Flop is Bing's, like, don't get Don't get into this. Don't get into it. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. Save it. We'll do a full episode about Bing's backstory and stuff and all this shit that I found online. I found some funny stuff. I, I literally have nothing to say <laughs> in regards to that because I'm a little bit... I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit anxious for that episode because I feel like I'm going to learn stuff about Bing that is going to mean that Bee's never able to watch it ever again. No, it's not that bad, I don't worry. Not. Good. What are you look like? What bits are you looking forward to this season? For me, I'm really looking forward to next week's episode. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the sex episode. I just think it's like a subject which although I'm sure it will make some people uncomfortable, needs to be discussed, especially yeah. being parents. Especially as parents. Doesn't it? Yeah. And the crippling lives that we lead. Yeah. And how many lonesome wanks as a man you've got half after <laughs> a baby's born. Like, Speak for yourself. Well, speak for myself. After a baby's born, that is the last thing on my mind. I promise you that. Which we can talk about in this. That was a good segue. Was it? Yeah. Why? Talking about newborns. What's that got to do with newborns? I'm not going to have a wank when I've got a newborn. <laughs> it's never a good segue if you point out that it's a good segue. Okay, I'm so sorry. We're not, we're not keeping that in. Okay, Sammy. Daniel. Cast your mind back to 2019. Yep. Do you remember what you were doing that year? Growing a human. Yep. Birthing a human. And at some point... Raising a human. You gave birth to that human, I didn't did. you? About I midway did. through. Yeah. What I do did, you remember did. about those first seventy-two hours that you your baby was born and you were you were in the hospital and they literally just handed you the infant and said, "It's all yours. Look after it." Well, they never really say that to you, do they? That's that's the main that's the, thing. That's the disconcerting bit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Everybody always like when they're warning you about having kids or telling you what it's like having kids. They're like, they will hand you this infant and literally be like, "There you go. It's all on you." They never say that. They never tell you that. They literally not a sausage. Not a sausage. No, they literally give you said child, wheel you back to the room, and then just fucking leave. Yeah. So, well, just yes, just take it back a step. You had an emergency C-section that we spoke about in the first ever episode of Weird Parents. Give that a listen, because I guess that's the first part of the story. Yeah. This is part two. That that was the dog. (laughs) That was the dog making a noise. (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of part two of that story when, you know, you just had the emergency Mm C-section. I think the like one of the first things that I remember, obviously remember B coming out being handed to me while you were still being stitched up and everything <laughs> yeah but when we had done all the the surgery part and you'd been wheeled into the like recovery, recovery bay you were so like swollen <laughs> <laughs> there's that one photo isn't there where you took a was it you did you take it or yeah, did the midwife take it i took it you took it and i was like take a photo of me and my new baby <laughs> and in the photo Oh my gosh, it's like the sort of photo some that you'd put on your fridge before a diet. Like, I was so swollen that the 
blood pressure cuff that I had on my arm was like for an like for like a huge man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like the day before, like even though you were nine months pregnant, you didn't see like you just looked like yourself, just I with just a, had big, a belly. big yeah. belly. But yeah, this post-surgery picture, you were just like four times the fluid. size. <laughs> fluid went everywhere, didn't it? Yeah. Every part of me was swollen. Like yeah. my arms, my ha- my hands were swollen. I remember looking at my wedding ring and being like, oh my God, like every part it's of me... It's going to burst. Yeah, every part of me was swollen. It was awful. Um, yeah. And the re- I remember the recovery. It's very odd. And I, I, I'd be interested to know if many other people that have had emergency sections are like this. I think if you started the process of labour... I don't know if it's like the pure exhaustion or if your body goes into like a bit of shock where you just can't like focus on what's happening. Yeah. Like you just, I honestly just felt like I was going through the motions. Like me, who's quite an anxious person, and even you'll probably admit this, I dealt with that stupidly well. For me, I was unbelievably calm. Well, yeah, you were. You went into like, you were like in a, a mode, in a mode, weren't you? In a yeah. trance where Even you... when I was having contractions. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't get into full-blown active labour, but even when I was having contractions, I was like, just leave me to it, wasn't I? I was like, just It was gonna... the hunger. We spoke I about it in episode one, didn't yeah. we? Sammy hadn't eaten for something like 24, 36 hours. I was raging. Um, because she might have to have a... Anaesthetic. Anaesthetic, but she was... I think that's why you were in a trance, because you were so hungry. Like, you were just... just focusing <laughs> on getting to the end yeah. so I could eat. Mm-hmm. I literally could... All I could think about was food. Um... But yeah, and like getting into recovery was odd because obviously we had her, I had her, my legs hadn't come back yet. I still couldn't feel my legs. Well, they were just like throwing your legs around. Oh yeah, I remember you saying, oh my God, your legs. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> we were, like, we were behind the drape, weren't we? And they were just legs like about. chucking them around. Like I heard them like slam on the table. Yeah, your face. I remember looking and you were just like, your legs. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't feel what they're doing. Yeah, you just knew they were like tugging at you. And yeah, I could feel the tugging, but I couldn't feel any pain. Yeah. Apart from when it's the, I could feel it starting to wear off and that was very strange. <clears> I could feel it wearing off and was getting like tingly pain across my abdomen and I was having to I told the anaesthetist didn't I I said I think I'm starting to feel things and she was like the only other option I've got is to knock you out and the surgeon popped her head open over didn't she and she went I am closing I was like oh well that's okay then isn't it I'll just grin and bear it just go a bit quicker yeah she did and it was fine like but I those last couple of stitches I was aware of I would say yeah um but you're still in that trance so when B was handed to you and we were wheeled out... We were in that trance literally up until we got back on the ward. Because it was... It's, the thing is, like, like, I know what you mean, because it was so quick. Like, the C-section was 20 minutes. The stitch-up was, like, another 30, wasn't it, or something? Mm. Maybe less. And then, like, within well, the yeah, hour... Well, get, yeah, getting her out was 20 minutes, but the actual rest of the surgery, as you say, that it took a bit longer because I think there was some bleeding, wasn't there? So. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, and then we were wheeled out back into the... Not the recovery room, but like the the second yeah, place so that we went. Yeah, so get put into recovery and then we were put back in the room before we went into theatre. That was... I vaguely remember more of that than I do the recovery room. I don't remember much of being in recovery at all. And we must have been in there for like 30 minutes. Yeah, something Yeah, like I that. don't remember any of it. It's just I just so remember quick. literally... It's weird. All One of the main things I remember is I was just like, I need to feed her, I need to feed her, I need to feed her. That was like my instinct was I need to get her to latch, I need to feed her. Um, but getting into the like room that we were in beforehand I remember her cry when she had her injection oh yeah what was that again is the is it it's a vitamin isn't it vitamin B12 is it B12 or something I think yeah. so yeah that was within the first couple of hours wasn't it they came and jabbed her mm. 
And then um, we had the most lovely midwife. Oh, we? we did, which <laughs> turned out um, my friend's mum, when she was a midwife there, had like helped train her. Ah, um, gotcha. Yeah. Vitamin K, sorry. So fact, I just fact check. Fact check. I just looked it up. It's not vitamin B twelve. That's uh, not <clears throat> not what that is. Um, it's, it's vitamin K that babies get when they're when they're born. And yeah, I remember her having that and the cry. Yeah, Ooh, it was sad. But yeah, we had the most lovely midwife, didn't we? Yeah, she just took us all through it. We put the little baby in her clothes, didn't we? Little bee in her clothes. Oh yeah, I remember you putting her in a little Harry Potter onesie. You're still kind of dead on the bed. I was <laughs> not okay. Yeah, I just I was fine. It was just like. I felt like it was my body trying to catch up on what had happened. Yeah. Um, and it didn't really hit me until we got home, did it? The actual like hormones in my body going, oh, you've just had a baby. Yeah. But yeah, being in the hospital was a very weird, weird thing. And for me as well, like I was focusing on how I couldn't feel my legs. The two things that were running through my head all the time, if I remember, were literally, I can't feel my legs and I need to feed the baby. But yeah. And then, so like we had that lovely midwife, didn't we? And we felt so all through theatre all through the recovery and pre-op felt so supported constantly checked in on it was all amazing and then they wheeled us upstairs to the to the ward didn't they yeah so the ward for you to sleep in overnight and, and they, have dinner and they literally put us in there and then we're like oh well congratulations guys bye <laughs> yeah. and we were like uh we've this is our first we have no idea what we're doing with this baby yeah did we at all like i i changed the nappy in the theater but I don't think well, you put her first nappy on yeah, in the theatre. But I don't think we changed it after that. No, for no, a couple that was hours. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were waiting for her to pass they, all of the goo. And they just said to me, like, oh, can you. Because obviously Sammy didn't have use of her legs. They just said, oh, can you change a nappy? I was like, I don't I, know what I'm I doing. I don't know how to do that. And she's like, oh, I need to show you. I was like, yeah. Please. Yeah, and that was just a caring assistant, wasn't it? That yeah. Was the that was like a care assistant. Um, yeah, and they were like, right, and also, you know, you need to get the water and everything, and you were just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, this yeah. is completely brand new, and I'm in the bed, like, twitching, because I can't come and help him. Yeah, so that's a pro tip. If, like, you don't know what you're doing, make sure you ask, because... Yeah, they won't help, that honestly... They were so quick, and, like, just checking, and then go on again. Yeah, yeah, and be, I think because the short staff, aren't they? Yeah. You know, focusing, but also, like, you were not supposed to... That was the other thing that blew my mind. They were like, oh, yeah, you can stay until night time, and then you've got to go. Oh, yeah, they sent me... Well, I stayed... You did I didn't stay. Because I didn't have a bed or anything. It was just a chair. Yeah, but they said to you, didn't they? They were like, well, you're not really supposed to stay overnight. And I was like, but there isn't enough of you to help me, and I can't move. Yeah. I can't sit up because you've cut through my abdominal muscles, and I've got a urinary catheter in, and I can't pick the baby up so what am I supposed to do but they did I think they knew didn't they they were like yeah you're not supposed to stay but there's a chair there yeah I, I stayed till probably about four in the morning thank god you did yeah um so what she was born at like 11 10 or 11 wasn't she yeah and then I stayed till about four in the morning I was like right I've got to actually go home and sleep but I just sat in the chair you just holding held her, all, her night. all night you just couldn't just stop like look- bonding you, with her. You just couldn't stop looking at her, could you? I know. Well, I think she was obviously like in and out of sleep, but like she started stirring at some point, and that's when I picked her up and said, "Oh, because I wanted you to rest because you hadn't rested at all." Yeah, but... you were so worried about me. <laughs> you hadn't rested for two days, being in labour and stuff, but um, just picked up B and just like rocked her, and she just slept in my arms for like three or four hours yeah it was lovely one of my favorite photos we have is you looking at her that you didn't realize i took yeah of you looking at her in her little plastic 
cot. (laughs) And you're just staring at her like, oh my God. Yeah, that's mine now. That was the moment I saw in your face. You were like, oh my gosh, I'm a dad. That's the weird thing. So yeah, like going through your head is all about trying to feed her. And, um, you know, I know you obviously couldn't move very much, but like in my head... It was just kind of like, what am I doing? What am I doing? You were coming... Like, to- the incompetence kicked in at that point. Yeah, you panicked, didn't you? Yeah. You were coming to terms with with being a dad, whereas a woman, we've discussed this before, or, or person of who is carrying child, you become a parent or a mother when you're you're pregnant because mm. you feel them moving. You know you're keeping them alive, I think. You, you know that. But for a bloke, it must be quite hard. Or for the other parent, it must be really hard to... Like, it must be like a sudden, oh my God, that human is mine. Yeah. No, it is like that. Because it's, it's not there until it's there. Mm. I, that shock I saw on your face when you heard her cry. Oh. Like, like that, your face just went white. <laughs> I was looking at you while I was on the I was on the operating table and I was literally just like, I'm really worried he's going to faint. <laughs> well, well, you say the shock that I was experiencing, you had in your face as well a very similar panic, which was just like, as soon as you were holding her or I was holding her for, mm. you know, that beginning period, there was just panic in your face the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah. I was just like, yeah. I'm terrified. Yeah. I'm amazed, but terrified. Absolutely terrified. We weren't at ease, I don't think, that No, day, no, no, no. We? Not at no. all. No. Well, it would be a new parents. It's scary. But yeah. yeah, you ended up going home at like four in the morning and... I did the same thing after you left. You passed her to me and that was it. I held her that whole time because I couldn't put her down because yeah. I didn't have anybody to help me. And then we had the whole issue with my urinary catheter, which we've spoken about, I think, before I ended no, up we back didn't, in we back didn't, in hospital. didn't go into it in detail. We just oh, okay. said you went back well, to I had a leak. Well, I had a leaky urinary catheter and I did ask that they took it out because I knew it was leaking. Um, and they didn't want to, did they? They were like, we need to monitor your urine output. And it got to the point that I got a bit shirty and I said, look, if you don't take it out, I will find a syringe and I will do it myself. I know how to. And they were like, okay, come to the toilet, let's take it out. Um, But then two weeks later, I was readmitted to hospital with urosepsis because, um, yeah, because I'd obviously got a really, really hefty infection. And then there was all the panic that I'd gone septic from surgery. And yeah, it was all a bit traumatic, but that was two weeks afterwards, wasn't it? And she was, she was fine. It was just me. Yeah which was stressful again for you. <laughs> it was. That's skipping ahead a little that bit. That is skipping ahead a little yeah, bit. But, yes. but like, in that, so we did that 24-hour period. Um, we had visitors and stuff like that. It was so helpful. Well, we had mum and dad, didn't we? And your mum. Yeah. And they were great. And I mean, actually, my mum was the first person to get beta latch. Yeah. Wasn't she? In the hospital. In the hospital. Um, and that was lovely. Seeing our parents was really nice, mm. wasn't it? Because they were like, oh, baby. <laughs> but we were out, but ne- it was the next day, wasn't it? So it was the next morning. You were getting stuff ready to come and get me. Your oh, because our house was like, a, not a tip, but like... You just grabbed everything and ran. Yeah, like, because we didn't expect to be giving birth that weekend, we were booked in for the Monday. Tuesday or oh, something. Oh, ju- sorry, the Tuesday, yeah. Um, the house was like in a state where we... Because you were like, no, we're going to go to my mum's and have this barbecue and stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, we need to like sort the house out because you're in bloody labour and you're just in denial. <laughs> I was in denial. <laughs> so I went back at four in the morning to sort out the house and then got to back at like 10 in the morning or whatever, back at the hospital. Yeah, and your mum came first thing in the morning, didn't she? And she stayed with me and helped me like have a shower and like she watched B while I had a shower. That was, I remember vividly going to have a shower I had the shower and I was just stood there and I remember staring at the wall for like a good like solid two minutes and just being like oh my god one I feel awful 
and two like I, I'm terrified I don't know what to do <laughs> and I came out and just looked at myself in the mirror and was just like it's all right you you can do this you can do this you yeah. can do this um and then mum met us to take her home didn't she because she was going to come stay with us that night that first night um yeah and then getting her home getting the bloody that car seat oh yeah so oh. we had uh, we left the hospital, walked to the car, didn't we? And that was the first point we went, actually, how the fuck do you use the car seat? <laughs> yeah, because we paid all the money for the posh car seat, which we still have. We still use the same car seat. I'm glad we did because we've saved a lot of money in doing that. Yeah, it's um, one of those, what, what are they called? It's an Isofix, like but, the, it's, the but it's a twisty ones. one. Yeah. And it goes from newborn to four years. And it means it doesn't come out. So there isn't like a carry seat which was fine because you know we sort of knew i was going to need to have a c-section didn't we so yeah um i won't wouldn't have been able to carry her like that anyway um and because i knew i wanted to use a baby carrier it just made more sense anyway um but we did need a midwife came out to help us didn't she put in the, was it a midwife came out to help us put in the car seat or did we do it ourselves no we did it ourselves i can't remember see we that's the other thing like, on my yeah. brain i was so exhausted yeah i went and got the car didn't i and drove yeah, it i remember as well sitting in the back and just being like so paranoid about her head bending down and like obstructing her airway i was so like drive carefully drive carefully <laughs> she's so tiny <clears throat> um yeah and then when we got home do you want to explain what happened? Because to me, it was ter- it was horrible. But, uh. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. So we got <clears throat> we got home. We're probably yeah, we're more than twenty four hours after B was born. Um, got home and she's completely asleep. She's settled. she's fine. And what we had was that little baby box, didn't we? We got yeah. sent a baby box by baby box. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. So we just had that in the lounge in the window. They're great on and the window. We, I think we just had her in there, didn't we, for a bit. Um, and you just out of nowhere started sobbing literally like, just yeah. like with your mum there as well I just sat down just didn't I I sat down on the sofa and I just I'd been silent hadn't I yeah I mean we nothing untoward at all we're like oh thank god we're home like because we'd have such an ordeal in the hospital we're like thank god we're home mm. and then you just went Poof. burst into tears like it was what I think it was is and I again if anyone out there has had an emergency c-section please tell me if this happened to you because this is my theory my theory is that my body didn't realize that i'd given birth and it took 24 hours for my body to realize i'd given birth and then i was just hit with that massive like hormone wave and i was so and i've never ever ever in my life sobbed like that it was like an ugly cry. It was a <laughs> screw you, dude. I really. It was like like you couldn't get your breath. You were oh, just so awful. like I was in peace because we didn't know what was wrong with you at first because you hadn't. I couldn't talk. Couldn't get your words out. I think it was a bit of it was shock as well. It suddenly hit me everything that I'd gone through, as well. Um, and I was saying stark crazy stuff, wasn't I? Like the amount of guilt I felt for not giving birth to her like yeah. naturally. I was and saying that she, I was I not going to be able to love her as much as I would if I'd have given birth to her naturally. Like everything I was saying made absolutely zero bloody sense. But yeah. I was just a mess. It was a tidal wave. It was um, both of you were just like go and lay down. Yeah, definitely. and I'm glad. But I did only manage to lay down for like was it two hours but even the two hours i kept stirring and kept sticking my head down the stairs yeah, and I, because i could hear her because she slept for a long time off that and i i was sat there quite smug like i think our baby sleeps yeah you were you were like especially the first night as well because yeah. she woke up twice something like that yeah well and mum brought her up to mum mum would get up came upstairs to help yeah. us feed her and everything help me latch and stuff and um 
yeah and you were like oh yeah I think she's gonna take after me you were like she's gonna sleep and then the second night no still that first night I remember she woke up at about three three or four three or four and that's when we got the black poo nappy. Oh, yeah, that was it. Because you were like, what is this? <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't prepped at all on this, but there was the Merconium? Merconium. Merconium poo. The tar poo. Which I, yeah, I didn't know anything about. And obviously sat, where Sammy had had the C-section, she was, there was no way she was getting up and down quickly or at all. Like she, For those first two weeks, she was in bed. The first like, six, the, those, those six weeks of her yeah. life spent was me slapping you going, she's awake. Yeah. She's awake. I, I, that, that was it. I was, I was the parent at that point. You, like, <laughs> yeah, you were, I was just, the, I was just boob. I was just the yeah, boob. You were the single tit. I was just a boob. <laughs> but yeah, she had that meconium, meconium? Meconium. Poo. And I opened the nappy and it was just like a, like a mass of tar. You were like, like, oh my God. It was like, um, just like a smoker had like coughed up yeah. into a nappy. It looks like if you've ever seen Constantine and at the end when the devil reaches into his chest and pulls <laughs> out the lung goo. Yeah. That's what it looked like. It looked like that. Yeah. So that was nice. And then obviously we were just cleaning her with little cotton buds soaked yeah. in boiled water. That took forever, but yeah, she was I nice remember, and clean. I remember you being like, does it have to be cotton buds? And I was like, yes, she's got sensitive skin. <laughs> so wiped all that crap off. You're like, it's not coming off. It's not coming but off. But she was like back down again. We were like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, the next night. She was bringing my milk in. Yeah, she... Every two hours. Was that the fountain incident the next day? Or was that a few days later? Fountain incident? Yeah, when your milk came in. It was yes. the next day. It was because it was the same. No, it wasn't the same day I fainted. I fainted a few days after that, but. You fainted, yeah, almost two weeks after that. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, you did. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that's the Two weeks of it, I yeah. don't remember. But yeah, when she was bringing the milk in. Yes, it was. So the fountain <laughs> incident was when Sammy, I think you'd just gotten out of the shower, I hadn't had. you? And I was asleep. I thought to myself, right, I have been up all night with her. I did the last, like, fed her again at 5am and I was like Dear she was just God. getting little nibbles little nibbles and I, she was just constantly doing little feeds and I was like she must be bringing my milk in anyway I was like I'm done and I woke up when I got out of bed that morning my tits looked <laughs> terrifying <laughs> I'm sorry they were monstrous weren't they they were they were absolutely massive rock hard veiny they looked awful it looked like somebody had had moulded two fake boobs, <laughs> painted veins on them and just stuck them on my chest. Anywho, and so I was like, oh. And the pain as well, where they just felt so hard. I was like, right, I'm going to have a nice warm shower. So I had a really nice warm shower. Had to, couldn't have it too hot because of my scar and everything. Took it really, really easy. Came back into the bedroom. I think you just started waking up. Yeah. And you were sat on the edge of the bed like, I'm so... I remember you being like, I am so tired. I think you took I, a photo of me that morning where I was just laying like sitting sitting there just like looking into space yeah. Yeah. and you were literally just like i've never been this tired yeah. and then suddenly i was going help <laughs> <laughs> you were saying help help me and i turned around and and your tits were just spraying like a it was like one of those cherub fountains like sprinkling outwards on and like you were saying help and i was like what the fuck am I meant to do, Sammy? Your tits are just shooting milk at me. <laughs> so I just put a towel down on the bed. Yeah, yeah. Your tired ass literally leant over to the washing, grabbed a towel and just put it on the bed. And I was like, that is not helping. 
it was awful and you at the same time it's like you did that and then you looked up and you looked at my boobs and you were like oh my god <laughs> it was ter- it was intimidating it was scary yeah. you did not know what to do no but I was just well that's the other thing we haven't spoken about like the tiredness yeah it hit that first night it hits you doesn't it mm. it's, there's no slow burn you are tired the thing is is I don't I think you forget as well that the whole ordeal of them coming into the world is exhausting. Like, I have been tired since 24, 48 hours before she entered the planet and mm. because of labour pains and everything and you being in and out of hospital late at night with me and not sleeping and, you know, but they don't tell you that, do they? They're like, oh, as soon as they're here, you'll be tired. It's like, actually, no, I was tired before they were here. <laughs> and it's just continued. Yeah. Yeah, so it was the tiredness is something unknown. It is, isn't it? It's yeah, pain. it hit like those first two Torture. weeks, it hits you. And like, I don't know, we probably won't get into it in today's episode, but like, it lasts for how long, however long it's going to last. Like, mm. for us, it was about a year, wasn't it? Yeah. And it just like, you've just got to deal, like, it will end at some point, yeah. the constant wake ups, but you're just like, that's just it. You're going to be tired. And it's all a learning curve, isn't it? Like, we had in our heads this ideal like this is what we've got to do to deal with this yeah and now we'd look back at it and been like <laughs> guys you should have just got sleep when you could have like yeah why just, were you stressing you've got to take it so easy because you're going to stress yourself like, out we've already discussed if we have another one we're going to make sure that b's next bed can fit two people in it because it's just going to how it's going to work we're yeah just, we've Don't got to put sleep the pressure on yourself and this second year of her life she's she sleeps much, oh my God, much better. Oh yeah, Touch so wood, don't after, jinx it. after a year, she slept fine. She's had wobblies now and yeah, again. Yeah, but, but like when like, she's sick or if she comes into us at like 3, 4am, we just deal with it now, don't we? We get yeah. to the point that it's like you take her back to bed and then she gets to sleep and you're just like, do you know what? We've both got to work. She is miserable if she's tired. Yeah. Like you just make it work. No one is sleeping in their parents' bed when they're 18. If you are, I'm sorry. But like... <laughs> No adults, no 40-year-old men or women are sleeping in their parents' beds. Like, at some point, they learn, and I'm sure it's a developmental stage. So I feel it's just like, if I would give any advice to new parents, it is literally do what you need to do yeah, to get through it. And then just try and enjoy it. Like, looking back, we were so... I remember, and, like, I couldn't... We wouldn't go out, would we? We'd be like, no, got to get back for her nap at this time. Yeah, ex- like, she's awake for six hours or whatever... And then she has to go to sleep. Yeah. But like, just, you can't, no. I don't I don't know if every baby's the same, like, but our baby, you couldn't do that, like, physically. No. She slept when she slept. Yeah. She slept often, but it's just the stints got shorter, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, now where she is the Duracell bunny. Yeah. But those first two weeks were so difficult because your C-section recovery, like, yeah. this is the same for anyone that has a C-section. You can't do anything. Like, no. for your own... Health, yeah. Like you can't do anything because the well, you found out this was the weekend before I meant to go to work. You had a really traumatic <laughs> experience where you got up early, you felt really great. Mm. You went, "Oh, I'm just gonna like tidy the bathroom." Or something, I got trigger happy. Well, no, first of all, I trotted downstairs to feed the cat. Yeah. And I tried it back upstairs and I was like, oh, So this was the, yeah, two weeks into... Yeah, and yeah. I had it in my head. I was like, right, I know what I'm doing. Baby's still asleep. You're still asleep. I'm going to make breakfast for everyone, make coffee. I just tried to do too much too soon. Um, and then I had a shower, didn't I? And I um, remember standing in the shower. And I will, to this day, say 
it was the worst pain I have ever, ever felt in my entire life. Like, even the contractions that I did experience, again, although I wasn't in full active labour, were nothing in comparison to this pain that I had. And I was just stood in the shower, and I remember all I did was, I think it was my left leg, I turned ever so slightly, and I felt like someone had stuck a boiling hot poker right into my, like, into my groin. Um... And I felt, all, and it was like waves of hot and it didn't matter what I did, like nerve pain. And it didn't matter what position I put myself in. I just could not relieve that pain. And then I started feeling really hot. And then I started feeling really like cold and dizzy. And like, I was like... And the shower was still going. And the shower was still going. And I was like, shit, I'm going to faint. And I'm in the shower and I'm going to kill myself because I'm going to smash my head or something. So I am screaming. And I mean screaming for Coop. And you're so exhausted, you're dead to the world. Yeah. Literally, you can't hear me. And I'm screaming and he's still not hearing me. So... I could feel I was going to faint. I grabbed, I can't even remember what it was. What was it? Was it deodorant? I think it was a bottle of some kind of like shampoo. I grabbed stuff off the side and I just started lobbing. I just was throwing stuff at the wall while my head was down, just throwing stuff at the wall to get your attention. Um, and then I blacked out, but you, you, you want to say what you <laughs> so saw? So that's the bit I heard. I heard the stuff getting thrown at the wall. Um, B had just started stirring because of that. I just got up legged it into the bathroom I didn't because I couldn't hear you so I legged it in because I knew something was up the sh- our shower our old shower used to be really loud as well so that's probably why you couldn't hear me yeah and you know I, I was in a complete daze but I got up ran in and I caught you as you blacked out um, ran over to the bath and like you like blacked out into my arms but my eyes were open but your you eyes said. were open you thought I and, died like because I was in a sleep daze I just went fuck has she just died in my fucking arms <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, holy shit, like, fireman carried you out of the shower on my shoulder and then took you into the bedroom, trying to find my phone to ring 999, laid you down. And as I laid you down, that's kind of when you started to stir and your eyes, like, op- like properly weren't glazed over. I was like, thank fuck. And I don't remember what you said, but you were just kind of like, oh, that was, that was so painful. And I was like, what's going on? You, just, <laughs> you were just not talking sense. I didn't remember it. I don't yeah. remember it. Even now, I, I the next thing I remembered was being propped up in bed. Like, you literally being like, you stay in bed and you don't move. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you also had another thought, didn't you? Oh, no, the first... Right, so the first thought at that time was, fuck, because she just died in my arms. And then instantaneously after that, I, I thought, how the fuck am I going to feed B? So I'm pretty sure his head in his head he was like she might be dead but can I milk her? Yeah, that like honestly that was the first the, the second thought <laughs> sorry that came into my head is how can I get milk off her to feed the bee uh, feed bee, feed the bee. she's going to be awake in a second. <laughs> and it, it was just the fun. new dad fear my wife might have died but oh my god awaken baby. <laughs> it was terrifying. And then that's when so that's when it That was the start of the fear. That was the start of the fear one thing. But that's when the sepsis developed, didn't it? Yeah. Your urosepsis, and we had to go back to the hospital. Mm. You you complained of a headache. Was it the next day or over the next few days? I can't remember. That's I think the other it was the thing. Next day. I, I think I was just because I was so exhausted and sick. But like, even if you look at all the photos of people meeting her for the first time, I look awful. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm grey in all of those photos, so yeah. I was sick. Um, but you just had a headache, yeah. which didn't go away. So we said, you know, you phoned 111, was it? Or the doctors? I phoned the GP and they were like, look, you've, you're, you've got two weeks out of a sec. No, 
I had the mid the district midwife come and she looked at the wound didn't she and she also said I think you need to see a GP and then I called the GP and we went and she straight away had a fever didn't I Mm. and was straight away like you need to go to hospital yeah so we were in hospital that that weekend for a night and a day weren't we two Two days and while we got you we got you to the hospital didn't we Mm. with B I in, felt awful and I, that's when you're was it like a fever I, or like my just, fever spiked I honestly thought I was going to die but yeah. my little medical brain I remember to, you'd gone to go and get stuff out of the car Yeah. and when you came back I was you were really scared weren't you yeah. worried about me um, my mum and dad were with us and I just remember shivering and feeling awful and again like I was going to faint I remember turning my head to my mum and going, Mum, you need to tell them that they've got to give me paracetamol now because I honestly, this fever is too, I can't cope. And she was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I was like, I need something now. I need some paracetamol, something to bring my temperature down. And then they went and got the nurse, didn't they? And she came in, took my temperature and was like, I'm going to start your paracetamol now. Let's get your temperature down. And literally within 20 minutes of that, I was like, wasn't I? I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Still drained. Still drained. And the antibiotics, after I had good few doses of the antibiotics, I was like, oh, I feel much better. But it sucked. And then they had to do an internal exam. Yeah. Which post-birth anyway would suck. And post-C-section sucks. It just sucks. As a woman, it's just horrible the amount you have to freaking go through. But... I'm here and I'm fine and B's here. Yeah. So that, and and that, I think there was another funny time, which I think that was like the second outing that we had, second or third outing with the baby because we walked back to the car and we were trying to work out the pram. Was it? Oh yeah. I think it was the first time we took the pram out properly. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. And we we're trying to work out how to get that into the car mm. or something and we had like an argument and I was, you were like I don't know what I'm doing I'm like I can't help you yeah I literally can't do anything to help you you're gonna have to work it out yeah I remember that was funny we were just bickering at each other because we were so exhausted and then I started work on the Monday that was the Sunday mm. uh, afternoon that we were out of the hospital and I was like right yeah. we'll go back to work tomorrow and it was really hard because the other thing as well as our old house had steps on both the exit and the entrance yeah and I couldn't lift, so I couldn't lift yeah. the pram down. So I couldn't leave the house. Yeah. Which is... That, that's another thing, actually, we didn't speak about. We were in a little one-bed mm-hmm. uh, masonette thing. Yeah. Which was tiny. And we were like, oh, we have space for a baby in here. And we were like, we don't have space for a baby in here. <laughs> it was fucking tiny for the first two or three months of Bee's life. Yeah, it was, it was so We were smidgy. spilling out of it. Yeah. Because it was so small. And um, yeah, that was hilarious, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. But we did it. We did it. The first, the first two weeks were the hardest. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. And I think it's the same for, for everyone, isn't it? Because it's all brand, brand new, especially new parents. Yeah. I can't speak for what it's like with your second because we don't know. But I guess, have you got any tips and stuff for people to survive that first two weeks? I'm just going to repeat what I said before, which is literally just do what you got to do yeah. to survive. Just get through it and don't... Don't Google. Don't Google. That's the other thing. For God's sake, don't go on Google. The only things you should be Googling, if need be, is anything on the NHS website or like medically approved websites for the love of all, or like maybe um, the Lullaby Trust for safe sleeping. If you, you know, because we all do it where you're exhausted and the baby falls asleep in the bed with you, just make sure it's safe. Um, Like those are the only things you should be looking on. Don't go on Mumnet. Don't go on stupid forums. Just don't do it, man. It's not worth it. Yeah, you don't, you don't want anecdotal advice, really, no. unless it's from someone you really trust. Yeah, and tell but everyone don't else. don't get anecdotal advice from, like, a Facebook group or anything like no. that. 
And don't ask if people are giving you advice that you've not asked for. Tell them to do one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, the other bit of advice I would say, and I'm sure you will agree with this, is <laughs> if people are going to come over... Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Yeah. If people are going to come over, they have to bring food. Yeah, don't have visitors unless they're bringing food or they're coming to help you with housework. They're just come, If you're just going, getting visitors to entertain in those first couple of weeks, yeah. tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You are not in any state of mind to be entertaining like if they come to you and they're like oh yeah can you put the cake oh i'd love a cup of tea or oh have you got any cake screw them they should bring cake they should bring you they should get there and be like right where's your kettle i'm gonna make you a cup of tea those are the friends you need in your life anyone else tell them to do one that would be my advice and also if they're like oh is there anything you guys really want yes cooked meals please (laughs) yeah so i think uh about a week beforehand, I meal prepped. Thank God you two, did. Two weeks worth of meals. Yeah. In the freezer. Yeah. Like, well, it takes a day to like cook two weeks worth of food. Like lasagna we had, mm. we had chili con carne, bolognese and stuff. And I'm a fussy bitch, but I ate every fucking bit of that, didn't I? Yeah. Because I've been so hungry. Everything he gave me, I ate it. Yeah. Just, just do it. It will take you like a, a Sunday prep two weeks worth of food so you don't worry about dinner and yeah. you don't end up getting takeaway every night when you don't have fucking money yeah i was super super grateful that you'd meal prepped even mum was like good shout wouldn't she yeah yeah because no one brought us any food nope <laughs> people brought us those a cake and biscuits and presents and presents but like no one brought us any meals no. that's like that's probably the top of the list i think if you're gonna go visit someone yeah meals and snacks are great but like they don't get you through the day the only thing you need snacks for is i would say if you're breastfeeding because you you do get peckish and you get really bloody thirsty really bloody thirsty so having little snackies and a massive drinks bottle is always a good oh, yeah. gift make sure that's on your nightstand when you go to bed oh, a massive yeah. bottle of water and some snacks i think it got so bad didn't it that i was drinking your bottle of water at times i was literally like yeah you'd have it. two bottles in a night mm, easy i thought you know that's the first 70 well sorry the first two weeks of b being born mm. thought we could look through some of the photos and oh, videos that i've got yeah am i gonna cry because we don't do this very often do we is this gonna make me broody no hopefully not but you'll remember like because well, well that's the other thing we haven't spoken about is that people forget oh yeah how traumatic it is yeah like i was speaking to another dad a few weeks ago um about he's still kind of you know going through the trauma in his head because they had a really mm. kind of nasty like birth mm you know experience um you know and the, he felt like he wasn't very comforted because he didn't know what was going on like yeah 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 his wife got taken away from him at oh, one point Jesus. he saw like blood up the walls like oh. he saw like butchering and stuff like that and he's still kind of going through that that mm. trauma in his head mm. um and doesn't feel comforted at all <laughs> no but that's the thing a lot of people aren't and but women, you forget it women yeah. women forget it we do because that's mother nature and mother nature wants us to keep reproducing and if we had to remember all of the pain and remember like everything we wouldn't do it again well i, I was looking this up trying to find out if there was a name for it mm-hmm. yeah scientists haven't quite nailed down why why you know um, women's brains are so kind what, of like why they switch way? off from well, it's that, an, it must that be an trauma. evolutionary thing yeah because that trauma it is traumatic some people remember more than others yeah 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 i think it is a tra- i think it is an evolutionary thing um because it is isn't it it's survival of your species if we remembered how traumatic birth was you know most animals when they give birth go into a trance yeah it's true 
It's probably a little bit of a throwback from that, isn't it? Yeah. We're not in a trance now because we're too freaking aware. And I guess hormones as well, like oh, yeah. getting flooded with hormones mm-hmm. affects memory and affects, affect, like, affects reality and experience, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, usually. But for men, I think men and the you know, like dads and other partners and stuff, I think they don't get supported enough. And parents in general, I don't think, get supported enough. But like it is, as you say, if, it, if you've witnessed traumatic stuff, like you were not all right. For at least a good 24 hours after the whole thing, were you? No, it was... It was uh... And even now, I'm like, oh, I want to have another one. And you're like, uh... <laughs> Do you remember all of that that we just went through? Yeah. But this is funny, because this is you the day before. Okay. It's like a very short video. <laughs> <laughs> it's where iPhone like takes a video while you're taking photo. It does like, yeah. a short video. But that's you getting your contractions checked. It's weird, it? actually, because in that video, you can see me zoning out. Like, just before, I was clearly zoning out, doing yeah. the pain, and then I turn around and stick my tongue out. Yeah, Sammy's just sticks her tongue out of the camera. Um, and then I think that was the last photo I took of you. The the other thing that I took a photo was, um, <laughs> Sammy was in labour of some kind, because they almost sent you away, didn't they? They said, oh, it's probably yeah, they nothing. they didn't believe me. They were like, it was probably Braxton Hicks, and then they stuck me on the machine to measure the intensity of the pains yeah and they were like oh they got up to 100 percent." i was like yeah 100 percent every time and it just said like on the (laughs) on the little machine it just said at the bottom fetal event (laughs) and i took a photo of that yeah why did you find that so funny (laughs) just i didn't expect to see it but this is the first photo i took of you and b when she'd just come out so swollen they handed you to her so so swollen handed her to you sorry oh i gave her a little kiss you did yeah you, that was the other thing like to me even as a newborn I was like she smells amazing you were like all I can smell is blood <laughs> that's the thing yeah when when oh. B came out like you you didn't really notice the smell of blood no. like she stunk of blood yeah and guts guts <laughs> oh. oh there's a little video here where Sammy just turns to the camera I and, look rough and you look like <laughs> I'm so swollen you just look so ill <laughs> I look really poorly I've got no makeup on whatsoever I look awful yeah. But like, that was B when she was absolutely tiny. Oh, her little wrinkly hands. <laughs> you can see it's her. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? When she first came out, her personality was there. Oh, straight from away. From the instant. Like, straight away. Yeah. That, well, she came out with her eyes wide open and she was crying as they were taking her out of me. I mean, that, that's another thing, actually. Yeah, make sure that you document as much of the processes you can because your memory slipped completely yeah. you don't remember anything about it and us looking back now it's kind of like you remember yeah. little bits and little chunks of it a bit more oh that was her being weighed little nakiness yeah oh look at her her little fists like the the midwife took loads of photos of us which was great all visitors that came and saw us mm. and the thing let's try and find one when we got home I think this was your first boob feeding moment. Is that in the morning? And she just passed out after oh, that. Oh, that was she? it, yeah. She's like... What did she, you said she looked like the alien from Men in Black, the one that when he <laughs> takes his face off and is, like, dying. He's Orion's the guy in belt. the head. Orion's belt. That's what you said she looked like. After she passed out having a full boob of milk. A little mouth was still going as well, wasn't it? It was like... Yeah. Into the air. She literally fell off the boob asleep, milk drunk. I don't know what this is, but Oh, that was the first outing. You were in a coffee shop. Yeah, mum mum took that. 
Oh my god! I also look very young. Like my skin looks beautiful. Oh, it was nice. Post sun, great post skin. like all those hormones did amazing stuff for my skin. I look so exhausted though, and I still have my belly. Oh, I've got a whopping great iced coffee in front of me. <laughs> oh, I remember that as well because I think we saw somebody we knew, and I was like, "Please don't talk to me. I really don't want to talk to anyone." Yeah, but keep visitors to a minimum if you can. I know everyone wants to see the baby, but like... Especially now. They can see the baby after two weeks. Yeah, especially now as well with the pandemic. Don't risk it, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I wish I would have documented more of those first two weeks, but like... We were just... We were just so zoned out. I think as a new parent, it is that initial shock, isn't it? Doesn't matter how many times people say to you, it is a complete life changer having a kid. You just... You don't acknowledge it don't acknowledge it and then it happens and you're like why did nobody tell me <laughs> cool did you have any uh i guess final thoughts on those those first moments those 72 hours or those two weeks any final thoughts no just as you said wish we had more like evidence of it documented and also i going back do wish that we had just like tried to relax into it a bit more and not been so ah so trying to get it right because yeah, you do have no to establish you do have to establish some kind of routine early, don't you? As early as you can get well for yourself. An idea, yeah, yeah, for yourself more than anything. So, for example, when we say routine, like loosely, like you did the last feed before bed, so I could get to sleep. Yeah, yeah, um, something like that. You know, where you know you watch her while I have a shower and get dressed and actually put yeah. a face on, and vice versa. Or I watch her while you, you know, go to the shop to get stuff, get food and things like that yeah but don't like just don't stress about training a newborn yeah it's just so doesn't really even like if you think about it evolutionary it doesn't make sense no you just give the baby what it needs in that moment yeah and the rest comes yeah. later and smell the head smell the head as much <laughs> as you can oh still blows my mind that you can't smell that no i yeah the baby smell thing like you just i kind of get what you mean but it's not you say it's like really intense. Yeah, really intense and, it's and like, strong. Yeah, addictive. every now and again I can still smell it on her head. See, I, yeah, just I I know like the vanillary cottony smell, yeah. but like doesn't it's do anything. It's funny. Yeah, it's really strange. Mm. Again, evolution, I guess. Yeah, I guess what about you. Yeah, my final thoughts, I guess, are around um, just try and survive it. Like you, your brain changes the second the baby is there. Mm. Like. I think for the for the dads it's a bit more gradual but your brain is com- like scientifically is completely rewired mm. um, I mean, yeah they said that on that baby program on Netflix didn't they oh yeah yeah that's the point if you are expecting or you know you just you're interested watch the baby Netflix documentary well it's like a TV it's series babies, isn't it? docuseries yeah it's just called babies it's great even the first few episodes it goes mm. through I uh, guess what changes in your brain yeah um, it's there's... fascinating isn't it because like even same sex couples and stuff like their brains like for example two, two men um, their brains changed to be like a woman's didn't it yeah. it was really crazy and it's called the amygdala I think mm-hmm. that's how you say it and that's apparently the part of the brain that processes memories and emotional reactions like anxiety and fear and that's the bit that's one of the parts of the brain that is completely reshaped once you start to become a caregiver and it's kind what they say it is it's like well one person described it as it's a room of your house which you've never been in so it's like a mm. you've 
you know you lived in this house all your life but you find a new room Mm-hmm. And it's just like it unlocks that new room for you. Mm. But the other thing is that people say that's what they're saying is like it's you're falling in love. Aww. Completely like just wholeheartedly just giving yourself yeah. to another human being. Yeah. That, it's funny that you... Because you can't understand. You just like falling in love's weird, isn't it? Like yeah. once you're in love... You can't imagine being out of you it. You can't imagine being out of it. And it's like mm. you have fallen in love again, I think. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's funny you say that it's like being in your house but a whole new room. Because, yeah, that is exactly how I'd describe it. And do you want to know something weird as well? That is how I would describe also getting a puppy. <laughs> the secret Isn't room. It? Yeah. Think about it. Because it's literally bit. like, oh, give Not as look. intense. Not as but... intense. No, in nowhere near as intense. But it is, again, like, oh, I've got to look after this thing as well. And it is like, this is my house, but there's another living thing in here. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. So, yeah, that was just my final thought. Just that... Get ready for your whole brain to be rewired and yeah. restructured. <laughs> and it's a cliche when people say parenting will change you and make you into a new person. But it literally does. Like scientifically and neurologically, your brain is going to change. <laughs> mm. So just you have to live with it. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And, and then, it's great. And then you're, it is great. That's the thing. It is amazing. Yeah. It's hard. It's so, so hard. But at the same time, like, like before we went to bed, she made you like cry with laughter. <laughs> Isn't she? She's two and a half now, we didn't say, sorry. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And full of attitude. She so just much makes attitude. Me laugh all day, every day. She does. We've changed her name as well. Well, we're not changed her name, but we now refer to her as the knights that say no. <laughs> no. Because that's how she says no to something. It's no. <laughs> and what was it this morning? Are you going to get your nappy on? No. no. And you were just cackling. No. I was like, it's not funny. <laughs> but, yeah. We'll probably continue this story. Um, so that's the first two weeks have happened. There was a lot more that happened, I guess, in the next year. We'll carry on the story in another episode, I think. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Make sure you follow us on social. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Weird Parents Podcast. Yeah. And as always, send us any little videos, thoughts, suggestions that you've got. Uh, we haven't heard from anyone in a while, so it'd be nice if someone <laughs> sent something in. Yeah. Even if it's just a thumbs up. It's because yeah. we've been on a season break, obviously. Yeah, but it'd be nice to hear from people. We love it and appreciate it when everyone gets in touch. We do. We'll see you next Friday. See you later. Cheers. Bye. We at this pop spelling. Kiss the belly. Give it a little kiss. <clears throat> oh, for God's sake. Have you farted? No. I can smell bum. <laughs> you can smell bum. I can smell bum. Are you sure you haven't fired? Yeah.